Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of Lara on Air, UK Maths Edition. And as always, I'm here with my friend Jan. Say hi, Jan. Hi. <laughs> and another week. It's getting better, worse, dramatic. I don't know. I, I can't decide how I feel this week. It's uh, There's so much going on. There there's, is. Yeah. There, there's been so much going on. I, I feel... By, by the end of the week, I was like, oh, my God, I'm traumatized by the whole thing. <laughs> I know. But, you know, we talk about how all the people coming off the show have a trauma bond. I think the whole audience has got a trauma bond this year. <laughs> I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. right. There's a PTSD therapist out there wanting to make a quick bug. <laughs> Drop right. us your name. <laughs> Let's get started. We had a wedding at the start of on monday i bet yes, you can't even remember that um it oh, was, yes it was adrian and, and matt now <laughs> adrian described <laughs> describes herself as fun outgoing uh glamorous, and she works at a nuclear plant in cumbria she's close to her nana because she fell out with her parents and initially went to live with friends and uh she's lost eight stone Yes, she has. That's a whole human. That is a whole human. That's impressive. Yeah, that I'm, is I'm, impressive. And I've a... got to say, like, imagine doing all that work uh, on yourself and getting to that place and then getting the experience of going on national TV and showing yourself off after doing all this amazing work. I mean, she she must be buzzing. Yeah, she must be. And it's a hell of an achievement. So, you know, I'm more proud to her. Um, she's marrying lovely Matt, who's from Harrogate. He's a bodybuilder slash window cleaner. Although I see once again, we managed to get in some swimming diving shots just so we can see him without his shirt on. Oh, well, there's a lot of that this season. I mean, <laughs> it's honestly, sometimes I'm thinking, am I watching Love Island or am I watching married at first sight and to be fair it was exactly that couple is like watching love island because their chat was shit on their honeymoon i mean they talked about do you like dogs or cats uh chocolate in the fridge or out i mean it was the exact kind of shitty banter one could expect from any episode of love island <laughs> well matt's dad had had a stroke and he took over his dad's window cleaning business and, and his mum has also had breast cancer. So he's been through a lot, been hard, I think. Yeah, I think they're both nice people. They've both had some tragedy in their lives. That's obviously going to bond them. <laughs> yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead inside. I'm like, yeah, yeah, another sick parent. Come on. I, I felt really sorry for her because she had basically a couple of friends who were bridesmaids and that was it. Yeah, true. But, you know. Sometimes the family you pick. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's better. True. I thought her vows were beautiful, actually. And even yeah. his family were crying at her vows, which I thought was nice. Um, and, they uh, seemed matched for love, didn't they? They seemed like a genuine match, like they were there for the right reasons and the experts had done a good job, not like, you know, yeah. matching a giraffe with a tablecloth. It's the cutest thing. She said, you know, what did you ask for? And he said, you. I know. So sweet. Lucky bitch. (laughs) And they fancied each other. Yeah. I mean, they ticked all the boxes, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. And she said, "Um, we get along so well already. And I I put in brackets, famous last words. Yeah, that's what I thought too. As soon as she said, what could possibly go wrong? Wah, wah. But I'm going to be honest, though, that that fight they have on their honeymoon where he says she's a show. I think he was embarrassed that he didn't he wasn't. The, I think he's a real alpha male. I think he likes to, to win at the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he was he it wasn't that she was a show off. He just didn't like his, his nose was put at a joint because she was better on that tarzan thing than he was and he felt like a bit of a dick didn't he because he wanted to give her the impression that he was a big man who can do everything and yeah. that and i think it pissed him off a little bit <laughs> there is the cutest picture of them on the internet fast asleep on each other's shoulders after doing that um at the back of the van and then there's a second picture of the crew just in front of them not like 
Yeah, look at them behind us fast asleep. <laughs> Which is really funny. But yeah, I think he's alpha male thing and he probably didn't like the fact he fell on his ass when he went down the zip wire. <laughs> yeah, I don't think and I don't think she was showing off. I think she was actually just trying to make jokes. You know, I think yeah. she was going, Oh, look at me, I'm better at this new I don't think it was a yeah, I'm so good at stuff. I'm like yeah. so good at everything. I think he had a bit of a sense of humour failure because he didn't look very good at it. Yeah. And you would think hanging off, off trees would have been his thing with all those muscles. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. It's part Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> now, our regular couples, I'm going to call them that because, you know, they were talking um, all about what has happened on the day before. So that was Friday for us. And that was uh, to do with JJ and Ella, because seemingly they all know what's going on between JJ and Ella. And Every fucker in there knows, except for Bianca, what's going on with JJ and Ella. And I've got a real issue with that. You know, I get it. Keep the drama for the TV. But if every season of maths has taught us anything, if girls find out about something and they don't go to tell the girl that it's affecting, they get thrown under the bus in the end. It's best just to get ahead of it. Yeah, I, I agree there. I, I do agree. And to be honest, Nathaniel was like, come on, this is... This All his is... Christmases had come at once. Wow. He didn't like her. He didn't fancy her. He looked bored to his back teeth every t every shot of it, of, of him in that apartment building. He couldn't wait to get away from her. The mo and the thing is, I just thought it was so ridiculous because she comes to him and says i might have been a bit flirtatious with this with jj today mm -hmm. she admitted it she came to him when it, it all starts to unfold and he starts retelling the story he acts like he found out that his secrets have been found out and she's been lying she was very upfront with the fact that she fancied jj and she True. thought there was a connection there um i'm not saying she wasn't wrong i think she's totally wrong um but Na the way nathaniel suddenly turns it into victim mode and starts mm -hmm. saying that oh you know it's all coming out and she's i did like the bit though where he says he reminds her that jj is attached to another woman and that's yeah. something she should think about that bit i will applaud nathaniel for because i thought that was very grown up it didn't last long though did it <laughs> No, no, he was back attached to that kitchen worktop again this, <laughs> this <laughs> It's okay to just stand freeform somewhere. <laughs> he was, he's either sitting on it, leaning on it, leaning forward on it, leaning backwards on it. I just, I mean, I don't know, maybe he's got like a deal with Ikea or something and he's going to get some kind of brand <laughs> ambassadorship for selling kitchens, kitchen counters. <laughs> No, I did have a thought about these two and why they're not working. And I did, I know he doesn't fancy her and that is quite inevident, but I wondered about how much of an intellectual match they are with each other. No, I mean, that's true. He thinks that she's vapid and mm -hmm. that's, that's the point he's made from the beginning. But I think he thought she was vapid from day one and he shut down. I don't right. think he actually did try harder with her. I think he decided he he looked at her the way she looked. She was all, you know, big boobs and big lips. And she, you know, talks about she's giggly and silly. And mm -hmm. I think he thought, that's not what I want. Just continually made excuses as why she wasn't working harder to match him. He should have just said, you're too dumb for me. I want out in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, the fact is, look, it's the same thing with Laura and Arthur. He's never going to be her intellectual equal, and we can all see that. Mm -hmm. I mean, she makes jokes with it openly with her friends that he's a bit of a dum-dum, right? Like, he's mm -hmm. a lovely guy. He, he, he's, he's a caring guy. But are they matched? It's not just a language barrier. I don't mm -hmm. think he's emo I don't think he's emotionally intelligent enough for Laura. I don't think he just isn't in that on that same level as her. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they should think about these kind of things when when they're matching people. Did you have to do an IQ test? Well, if we did, I'd A6. I'm fucking so smart. <laughs> Thing is, I'm actually smarter than I seem. <laughs> but I, do, I act like a dum dum all the time because I I find it quite freeing to act like a child. But 
Yeah, I, I, I think there's been a few couples where they've they've gone on their wants and their needs, but I don't think they've looked at how the how they're going to have what conversations they're going to have outside this experiment. You know, because yeah. if anything from um, Matt and Adrian's uh, fucking chocolate cold or hot conversations, and they're they're great. They're a great match, right? Yeah, they love that conversation. They'll play. Would you rather be eaten by a bear or snacks on by a cow all day long? And they're going to be absolutely fine. But unfortunately, they're putting together other couples that don't match each other intellectually, and it's it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, sorry, uh... sorry, Matt and Adrian. I'm not saying you're stu- stupid. I'm not saying that at all. Please don't think I'm saying that. Well, it was Friends and Family Week. And George was very worried that Holly was coming back. Um, yeah, because she's a raging bitch. <laughs> and he was worried, really worried it was going to rock the boat of their relationship. And I feel that. His mate he- arrived, Cam. He was, was Cam the one that made a Cam really- was the dickhead at the wedding. Yeah, he okay. basically said he shat his pants in a budgie smuggler. And he thought that was an appropriate wedding speech. To be fair, he he was okay this time, right? Yeah, he was okay. Uh, we didn't see much of him actually, to be honest. They probably had to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, Mum and Holly arrived. Then they had this super embarrassing uh, conversation, which has danced across the internet all week. To be perfectly honest, it was about Remy. Yeah, okay. I don't understand this, right? Because she's so upset about everything that Georges has done in the past because it's it's not acceptable and it's too sexual. And then she sits down over sushi <laughs> and talks about rimming with her mum. I mean, I just I don't understand what's happening. Like it was Georges was embarrassed by that. It was meant yeah. to embarrass embarrass and shame him. And I thought and I think somebody pointed out um that he wasn't asking anybody to he didn't say he wanted her to do that with him. He wasn't forcing her to do something she didn't want to do. He just said that was something he liked. And what I would want to tell somebody what I like sexually and then have them discuss it in front of their parents at a dinner party. <laughs> um, and then let alone having to explain it to mum. <laughs> oh, it was so cringy. And again, why wouldn't why wouldn't they just buy soy sauce that goes in a bowl? I thought it was weird that they had those little tiny plastic soy fish things to stick over your takeaways. Oh, did they? Oh, I presume they must have just gone. They did. They obviously got it from Deliveroo. But come on, they could have put (laughs) put out this beautiful platter of sushi and a bunch of little plastic packets of soy sauce with it. Okay, that's so you. Yeah, you are a snob. You're a total snob when it comes to stuff like that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. Then Holly says, well, I I looked up your your page and I've noticed you doing squats virtually naked. (laughs) I've seen the video. Yeah, so have I. I mean, yeah, I mean, it it wasn't for me, especially because it, it seemed to be the first thing on my feed on my Instagram, and it, it didn't seem to be reloading. Like no, no, so every time I turned my phone on, all it was was George's ass going up and down. <laughs> I kept thinking somebody else must have posted something after this. Jesus Christ! But yeah, I mean, he's a big Fred Flintstone or a Bam Bam or something. <laughs> oh, well, I thought strong, circus strongman. That was where. Yes. I was, yeah. yeah, but was it like Chippendales? No, <laughs> sorry, no. George. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, he's got good thighs. He's clearly got a nice bum, but I could crack a nut or two. Didn't need to see his pants through it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they need to move on from this and give it a give it a rest now. Yeah, I, I, I think you can't keep punishing people for stuff that way they acted or things they did before they met the person they're with now right like can you imagine if you thought oh, at 17 oh I, I better not you know I better not go and uh get my tits out at a party because my husband in 20 years won't like that and then <laughs> if he finds out he's not gonna want to marry me like come on well, seems that this is the day and age of the internet so if you do anything like that and it's caught on camera yeah it's well... called girls gone wild <laughs> <laughs> But George then has a conversation um, with Cam um, about how long can he go without sex. 
Mm, I think so. She's got high standards, and understandably so. I mean, lots of women want to have uh, a a great guy, but sometimes we can have standards that are probably a bit too high. Yeah, well, I think she's expecting him to be everything she wants him to be, and she's not embracing the bits of him that are just him. And every time he steps out of the mold, she cries on the couch. That's true. Yeah, and she tells everyone everything. Yeah. Which he's a I, dick. He's a rooming dickhead. <laughs> he's coming across that way, and he might—he might really not be like that. Yeah, I mean, he did say about the rooming thing. What? what yeah, but it's all bravado with George as well, yeah. isn't it? You know, he and I understand that because I have a really hard time if I think something's funny, I say it, and I can't help it, even if it's really inappropriate, because I just think the one minute of joy it will give me. It, is worth more than the shit I'm going to get afterwards. So I'm in with George with that one. And he thought that would be a funny thing to say at the time. And now he's being beaten with a stick with it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he probably doesn't like rooming at all, does he? (laughs) Yeah, but he probably does. (laughs) Now, we very briefly saw Jay and Luke and her sister Casey and his best friend Harry. Yes, this was a weird one for me. So go on, tell me. Like, they seem to be so smooth sailing up until this point, and I got massive red flags during this visit. Mm-hmm. A, the way he was so adamant with the fact that he was not going to move. Yeah. He was not going to move his life. And again, we've had this conversation, Jen, last week, where I said, they ask you, will you move for love? And you said, yeah, but, you know, doing it's different from saying you'll do it, and I get that. But there was no wiggle room. He said absolutely not. So if he said absolutely not to the experts, why have they put him with somebody who's all the way at the other bloody end of the country? Yeah, she looked a bit heartbroken at that. Of course she did. And then off, and then with her, with her sister and his friend, when they go off for the private chat, wasn't a great vibe either, was it? He's nice. He's nice enough. He's but with his eyelash curlers, she's saying he's a bit high maintenance than she was expecting. And she and he's saying she's just a lovely girl, okay. And I feel like the sex was great at the beginning because they fancied each other, and it's got to, it's that bit now where they think, yeah, this was fun and it was exciting because we got here in this experiment. We were on a honeymoon and we got married and we had sex mm-hmm. and it was good. And now it's like, oh, is there more to this? Because he's he's thinking, is this girl the kind of girl I'm moving for? And it doesn't sound like she is. Can we we talk eyelash curlers? Yeah, I love them. (laughs) (laughs) Now, personally, I think it's absolutely fine for a guy to curl his eyelashes. But um, I know people have sort of given him quite a bit of flack for it. Oh, come on. I mean, have you seen the amount of makeup some of those girls this year on the show? I mean, you could wipe their face for 45 minutes and you still wouldn't reach skin by the looks of things. There's more contouring going on on that. I mean, Jesus Christ. It literally takes me 15 minutes to get ready from blow dry my hair, put my makeup on and leave the house. And I I just think it's like a lot going on with some of these girls. And that's fine. That's their choice. But don't come for the poor guy because he just wants to have curly eyelashes. <laughs> you must have long eyelashes in order to do that, though. Yeah, but the thing is, I've got short eyelashes and that's why it's important for me. Because if I... If I curl them, they look like a little bit longer because they stick up. Ah. So I feel you. Well, I don't want to feel you this week, Luke, because you piss me off. But I feel you for that one, Luke. Right. Bianca and JJ. Let's talk about this. Is there something wrong with JJ? Because, like, he never opens his eyes. Is he just stoned or something? Because whenever he has a conversation, his eyes are shut. And he goes, yeah, oh, I don't really know. Oh, I'm not sure. Because if you look into his eyes, you can tell he's lying. Well, Jesus Christ, he's boring as shit. He's not that attractive. I don't understand. If I was Bianca, I'd say bye-bye. Well, uh, he keeps on saying, oh, you're lovely. Um, yeah, he's given her hope. She's hanging on to that little bit yeah. of hope. And I don't, and I can see why. On the outside world, she's, the funny thing is Bianca's a strong girl. And she she's so quiet and, and placid. But really, she's got quite a backbone. And we see that mm-hmm. later on in the episode, don't we? But, but I think she, when you come into this kind of experiment and you've gone through all this stuff, you'll hang on to anything to believe that this could be yeah. love. 
yeah but what kind true. of dickhead moves out at the i mean again i've said this he didn't he was shocked that he mar- was marrying a stranger then he didn't realize he had to hold her hand on the honeymoon <laughs> He thought he thought he was just going to go to a five star resort and hang out at the bar on his own. Then he gets to the the, the apartments and he's just going to go get his own apartment. Like he is having a laugh with production. He's basically gotten a fucking five star holiday and rent free apartment in the middle of London. He's fucking yeah. living his best life well, without had, Bianca. Where had Erica and Jordan named for for a meal? And poor old Bianca was kind of. Uh, highlighted I suppose just how well those guys seem to be getting on and I have to say it was sort of rams up in her face but <laughs> by Erica yeah oh well it's it's does Erica do anything other than ram her happiness in everyone's face yeah uh, that said, that seems to be her mo said she brings up Ella flirting and Bianca feels pissed off about it and Erica says oh if I was you I'd be fucking raging. You know what the best part of Erica is? Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) What would make Erica and Jordan a better couple is if Jordan got rid of Erica. (laughs) Jordan should go with Bianca because Jordan is a gorgeous, lovely guy. Like he's just a really lovely guy. Um, I do have to laugh though because did you notice... Well, first of all, I thought they'd gone for a dinner party where they served nachos. That's what I thought they were eating. I thought, oh, my God, they really are in their 20s. But then I realized it was fajitas. But then the funniest thing is when Laura and Arthur have their thing, they serve fajitas as well. And I was just wondering, was that the only thing available (laughs) from production for that week? Because every fucker is eating fajitas. Which was brave to Laura, quite frankly, because she had white trousers on. Um, but anyway, how, I digress. How do you know, notice all of what they were eating? I was I was paying attention to them. You're Are you kidding? To what they're fucking eating. All that drama in the last episode at the dinner party, I could barely focus on it because all I could think the whole episode was, do you think Peggy's wearing pants? <laughs> Because she has that see-through bit down both sides of her dress. And I sp- I wasn't even listening. And as I kept trying to lo- lean into the TV to see if she had, like, those little see-through straps or if she had a thong on or if she'd f- forgotten underwear altogether. <laughs> focus on the drama, Laura. Stop wondering if Peggy's pantless. Well, let's move on to Tuesday. <laughs> Our next wedding. That mm. was between. No, I can't. I can't. Mark you can't Sean. make me do this one. You can't make me do this wedding. I can't. Okay. Mark, who works in children's clothing, <laughs> um, admits he wears kids' clothes because he fits into them. That's Sorry. a weird brag. Yeah. He was one of the people <laughs> that don't live at home, he, but his mum comes around every day to yeah, do his all mom's his cooking and cleaning. <laughs> I don't, I don't live at home. I'm self-sufficient. But my my mum comes three times a day to drop me off ready meal. Do my washing. But he had, did have a terrible backstory about his father killing himself. Um, yeah. And I really did feel for him that way. And and I'd, maybe that kind of has sped to, to his I'm a little, rejection. I'm a little confused, though. When he tells the story about his dad, he first he tells the story about not coming out to his family Mm-hmm. But his dad kind of knowing, and then he says his dad dies. Mm-hmm. Was he trying to suggest that's why his dad killed himself? I was. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, if I've gotten that, if I if I picked up on that wrong, like I'm sorry, but I was I was I was trying to figure I was just what trying to figure it out. Like, was that what he was trying to say? Or because we don't, he just says, and then his dad killed himself I mean it was horrible but I was thinking how much more horrible is that so I'm just trying to find the degree on how awful that really is but yeah um, well moving on to Sean thankfully Sean I love Sean yeah Sean likes to cook big tick to begin with and he's into DIY I wondered what you said there Jen (laughs) he's into DIY and um, he's always happy if he's got a big tool in his hands yes Lots of big ticks. Lots of big ticks. Um, he works. He's a lovely passion. guy, right? Yeah, yeah just seem happy. Passion. Yeah, 
he's uh, close to his family. He loves football and musicals. <laughs> oh yes, but not real fashion, as we see later on. Yeah, I mean, as we see that later. look from Liberace when he says, <laughs> when he says, "Oh, I do Gucci, darling, and you yeah. do new look." Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean. And can can we talk about all the bullshit about the shirt? Yes. Okay. We'll move. We'll move down because <laughs> I had a lovely wedding venue, and Mark has brought the wrong shirt. So go on, <laughs> go for it. Well, it's that was a crock of shit. Like, I mean, what annoyed me about it was okay. Yes, I understand. You want to have what you want on your wedding day, and if those rhinestone skulls are the thing that's going to make your special day even more special fair enough but he didn't give he said i'm going to walk out if i can't get this right i'm leaving like what kind of dickhead doesn't think about the other person who stood already by the way waiting yes. <laughs> at the bottom of an aisle for you i mean that's the kind of selfishness that i just can't understand because it's not about you going into the experiment and you finding love you are already from the moment they say you found somebody you are already attached to another person who has yeah. done all the same things as you has all the hope, same hopes and dreams well i don't think that everybody has the same hopes and dreams as mark <laughs> <laughs> Because we all seem to be mostly reasonable people. But, um, like, it's just the fact that he was so dismissive about how it was his day and what yeah. he wanted. And then you and you look at that lovable Sean at the other end of the aisle, smiling away, so yeah. excited. And I just thought, oh, what have they done to this poor guy? Well, Mark's already been on first dates. So you think he'd know better. <laughs> Maybe that's all Mark ever gets. <laughs> um. But yes. So. Also, what I think is funny, he keeps saying that he keeps saying, "I'm just so needy." Like it, it's he's so proud of it. Like he feels like if he keeps saying it out loud to people, like the first thing he tells them, like he told them all the, at the drinks for dinner party, "Oh, I'm super needy." Like imagine if I run around and said, "I'm a raging bitch." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm just such a raging bitch. Oh, by the way, hi, I'm Lara. I'm a raging bitch. So it's just like I'm a really raging bitch. Like I don't understand why he thinks that's like. A, a personality trait he should keep telling people is an amazing thing about him. Oh, I'm so needy. Well, it's a pre-warning, isn't it? I suppose it is, but it's kind of a wanker move as well. I'm, I'm, I, I know that I'm, I'm really trying to warm to Mark, but I'm finding it difficult. Well, he's running late, and the guests think he might be a no-show. <laughs> but he finally because he runs away on a teeny tiny horse. Oh no. Runaway bride. <laughs> he does refer to himself as the bride as well. Um, yeah, fair enough. And I think that is the dynamic in this relationship. I think very much can see that he wants to be the person taken care of and he wants Sean to be the person who's going to make call the shots and take care of the things and the details. And, you know, although he also seems to want him to be the cook, cook. and yeah. cleaner. Yeah. and the... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the big tool. Um, so, <laughs> but the biggest no-no was he turned up in a black suit. Yeah, I think Sean got, got the Sean got the short end of the stick though. <laughs> and then, then Mark stood there and gave rhyming vows. Oh my God! No, I said it was like getting married to Doctor Zeus. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I found a wonderful picture of him in a um, matching T-shirt and shorts, which could have only come from a children's section. Saw that, <laughs> and I want the group to know that I did not, I did not like that photo because I thought it was mean. But now well, I've just been even meaner, so I can't yeah, talk. Yeah. If if you want to see this picture, just go onto Lara on AirPod on our um, Instagram. <laughs> you too can see the specialness of that outfit. Um, I've but... got to give Maths Hysteria a little snap though, because uh, Omar put up that that meme of a picture of them on the dog sled, and he wrote, "Is anyone else thinking of Little Britain?" Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> mine was not as good. <laughs> so mine was not as good as that. <laughs> no, honestly, I was, just, I was, I was wetting myself. 
I think Mark, I think Mark is actually probably a quite a nice guy, but all his bullshit is so big at this point that we can't dig down into the center of Mark right at the moment because we're getting all the outfits. I mean, he was wearing like fuzzy backless slippers on the couch to talk to Mel, wasn't it? Looked like little bears with our backs on. I thought, did he forget to bring his shoes? So all this stuff I'm thinking about means I'm not listening to him. That's right, true. I'm not listening to his story. I'm not listening to his shit. All I can see is fucking rhinestone skulls and Liberace shirts and um. Oh, I don't cook. Oh, I can't put a fire on. Oh, look, I you know, please yeah. carry me. Uh, so I I just can't I can't get past it. And all I could think of was how rude he seems to be at the beginning to Sean. Yeah, well, um, I have to say they do both say yes, and they do have a good snog. Yeah, uh, well, Sean's made up. Um, Sean must be some kind of masochist. (laughs) (laughs) He gives them loads of compliments and say, you're exactly what I was hoping for. Um, Yeah. Mark says the wrong age when he was (laughs) By 10 fucking years. Okay, like, I know know that if you go on to some things that I am on, it says that I... Actually, it's funny because I, I lie about my age. It used to lie about my age. I'd say I was born in 1985. And then I realized that still makes me super fucking old. <laughs> it's fucking pointless that. I was like, even that. Is it? So if I lost a card for something and I had to go get another one, they'd say your date of birth. And I'd be going, it could possibly be <laughs> September 5th, 1985 or September 5th, 1987. <laughs> but come on to tell your first thing you ever tell your husband is a massive fucking lie of a 10 year age gap yeah yeah I mean perhaps he's just so used to saying it to people on Grindr that um... (laughs) I'm 5 foot (laughs) 8 and I'm 26 no actually I have a gay friend who um He's quite short, and he said when he goes on Grinder, he actually puts on a picture of this, like, skinhead, his big, bald guy, because he's bald but little, and when he buys his Doc Martens, he gets them three sizes too big and stuffs them with socks, so when he goes out, he looks like he has massive feet. <laughs> Sorry, Vaughn. <laughs> oh, um, right, I need to get myself together <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, but let's you know when they're on when they have that conversation and he and Sean's yeah. trying to be re, um like reassuring him, like, look, everything's going great, but we don't always have to agree and sometimes there's a chance we could you know, we might fall out or we might say something the other one doesn't like, and that doesn't have to mean the end of anything. And you know, and we all think he's having a reasonable conversation yeah. with reassuring words, as does Sean, only to find that Mark has lost his mind and then just exits the room. <laughs> Well, that's that's true. Um, but he does say at the wedding, "I'm not going to hurt you," and that's I thought that was so sweet. Yeah, but that's also what serial killers say. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to Ella and Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have a chat about this. Um, she is very worried what um her friends are going to think when they go when they arrive because she's obviously got feelings for somebody else and she's going to tell them her friends arrived and Nathaniel's mate is a no-show and um that's a telephone conversation later on is is this deliberate so they can have the whole apartment for a bitch off well, I thought that was really weird because normally everybody comes in and sits and gets to know the person that they're attached to whereas Ella's friend walks in and and he just goes, yeah, right, see you later. <laughs> Walk straight out. It was very weird. Um, but then, and then when he's on the phone to his friend, oh, she's done this to me. She's done that. I just, I don't find Nathaniel very authentic, not even when he's talking to his own friends. Well, I say, well, it's his point of view, first of all. Yes, his true. His point of view as to what has happened through his eyes. And we must remember that. Because he's seeing it maybe from in a different light to us. And actually, I'd love to know. Me too. And that's why you need to come on the show, Nathaniel. Because we can't, we need to, at the end of this whole thing, we need to figure out what is edit 
And yeah. what is reality? Because we could find out it's it's a whole different story. But, you know, if you don't come and tell us, mm-hmm. this remains the truth. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ellis spills the beans about everything and cries and says that the relationship is shit and decides that she deserves better and she mm. doesn't want to try anymore with her mates. That's what she says. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, I, I do feel for Ella. I do feel like she didn't get the love she wanted from Nathaniel. She wasn't getting and They weren't a couple. They weren't a partnership. It was, um, and I just think she felt very alone. And I, I completely understand that. But what I don't like, and I've heard this time and time again in this experiment, is when people say, I came here for love. Mm-hmm. I didn't come here for friends. And um, I deserve love. Well, and that's fine. But then finishes it with, and if I have to find it somewhere else, yeah, I'll yeah. take it. And to me, I think that's utterly disgusting. Well, yeah. I mean, she says he doesn't fancy me. Um, and so she does think it's okay to go and explore elsewhere. So... Your shoes are pinching your feet and you can't walk in them. You don't walk up to somebody else on the street, knock them over and take their shoes off and walk away, do you? <laughs> That's not how it's done. God, I sounded like a grandma then. Uh-huh. Well, they had this <laughs> conversation on the kitchen worktops. Nathaniel's there. Sorry, but you are. You're always sat on the kitchen worktop. He says he's not okay about JJ. And he's yeah. at that point he asked for space and that's the point where he wants to move out. And she says the feeling is mutual she doesn't feel anything yeah now see Mm -hmm. this is the funny thing i feel like they both sat there and decided together Mm -hmm. he says he isn't happy she said she's not he doesn't like the jj thing she says she likes jj and she said that she's happy to leave it he's happy to leave it but when by the time we get to the dinner party it's like he dumped her (laughs) again through nathaniel's eyes (laughs) We have a confused JJ at the end of that episode. Oh, we've always says, got a fucking confused JJ. <laughs> that's his. That's just his face, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> but he he tells Bianca, um, it, it's more of a friendship, and he needs space to think about it. And she thinks he's just not making the effort. And she does say she's not going to hang around. So, yeah, but yeah, but she is. And I feel bad for her because I feel like she he just keeps giving her little bits like to hold on to. And she keeps trying. And bless, she goes to Roz for advice, doesn't she? And Yeah, she does. She goes to I Roz love Roz. Advice. And, I, th- and th- I think Roz is hoping, assumes that JJ is as genuine as mm-hmm. Thomas is. And so she thinks they're just having the same problems they did. They just can't get there quick enough. And so, yes, it's lovely advice. It's totally the wrong fucking advice. <laughs> Poor Bianca thinks she's going to fix it by trying harder, putting on a sexy dress and putting on her party face. Yeah. Now, Ros- Thomas also had visitors for Friends of Family Week and her parents arrive. Um, and Thomas is very worried about what Ros- might say. And he's right. He should yeah. be worried. <laughs> He should. Well, I think she's got that relationship where she just is a very open and honest person where he tends to like, is a bit more reserved. But don't you love Roz's parents? I do. I think they're absolutely fabulous. Oh, they're so gorgeous. Um, uh, she's there going, yeah, of course we're having sex. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just normal. We're adults. <laughs> and he's going, please make it stop. Please make it stop. I love fucking your daughter. It's amazing. <laughs> What's he supposed to say? <laughs> her, her, thankfully, her parents were really encouraging. And that was all right. Um, I don't know what you and thought. You must have just been sat there because I don't recall him saying anything. I don't. Yeah, I'm just going to say I don't even remember him having someone there. So <laughs> TV gold, Ewan. <laughs> so let's move on to Wednesday. We had honeymoons. Now, we had one couple who got Tenerife. We had another couple that got middle of the Iceland. West, yeah, Iceland in the snow. To go see the Aurora's Borealis. Yes. Yes. Was it? No, it was Lapland. Oh, yeah, Lapland. It was Lapland. So they could see Santa maybe at the same time. (laughs) Well, I'm not saying... Stop trying to make me say mean things, Jen, because I'm not going to do it. What about elves? (laughs) 
sorry i'm gonna get us cancelled again i'm really sorry <laughs> well, this podcast just is on the tightrope of cancelled week after week <laughs> i don't know i don't know why people aren't clamoring to come on and do an interview <laughs> i know i know ah, there was lovely kisses etc in the pool for um Trien and, and matt yeah they were going along swimmingly yes and he was giving her lots of compliments. And she showed him her fat picture. Yeah, she did. And he was very... Like, he was wow. really lovely about it. Like, yeah, yeah like it, when he said to her, I, I love the fact that you trust me enough to share this with me. Yeah, I think that was nice. Then we had the bum massage. <laughs> She's got a great ass. She's got a great ass, but he didn't actually rub any other part of her. <laughs> it was just a, it was just a full one-hour ass massage. It was. And, and they did admits that they had been intimate with each other so it's another couple who've done it on the honeymoon and it could yeah, cause problems yeah. later on we know this yeah your honeymoon um it can fizzle out before you know it obviously we've already talked about tree climbing in a pottery class yeah but I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? She thought that, and this is the problem as well with idealizing your relationship too soon, right? He's perfect. We had an instant connection. I can't see where this could go wrong. Um, it's a relationship. There's going to be things you're not going to agree on. There's going to be things that go wrong. Some days you're going to be in a shit mood and you're going to say shit things to each other. That's a marriage. Yeah. And if you want, if you if you start off thinking that everything has to be a hundred percent perfect uh, or it falls apart. It will fall apart. You know, he said something stupid. I don't think he was trying to be hurtful. It was clumsy and it, it didn't come across great. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. But it almost derailed them, right? To the point where they had to separate and then meet up for a meal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, I mean, honestly, if people had heard the shit somebody said to me on my honeymoon <laughs> on the first day, uh, this was way worse than somebody saying i think you might be a bit too outgoing for me i would have taken that any day of the week but um yeah i just think this is the problem you, they have sex it's romantic they're on a honeymoon it's cocktails sunsets it it's not real yeah. and if you and you get caught in that but love bubble again like shona said you're going to it's going to hit disaster that's unless you're in germany an honeymoon, stuck on the back of a horse. <laughs> yeah, being told being told you're too old to have kids, and then your husband practically crying at the dinner table. <laughs> so you know, um... yes, yeah, so suck it up, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> He's a lovely guy. When we had um, Mark and Sean's honeymoon, they were really getting along. Um... Yes, they were, but they're getting along because Sean is indulging. Mark. Yeah, that lovely platter of <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Get that off the table. That stinks. Yeah, I mean, I would have been so amazed if that had turned up in front of me. Yeah, I'm telling you what, if somebody, if I put all that charcuterie plates out and somebody had said that to me, they would have had a big lump of salmon right up their nose. <laughs> <laughs> but I did feel like he was treating him like a servant. Yes, he is. And I, I think Sean likes that. You know, and which is fine at first, but I think it's not a normal amount. Like I'm a little, I can be a little high maintenance sometimes. We all can, you know, but I think when it's consistent and it's all the time, once again, once the honeymoon period wears off and is uh, clean the walls Cinderella, wash the floor Cinderella, get my yeah. coat Cinderella, you know, I think it's going to, I think Mark might go missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Thing because they have that argument um, when Mark storms off and he says afterwards, I think they, it, we're further apart now, it set us backwards. Um, and he's a dichotomy. That's my problem yeah. because the next thing, they're in that amazing lodge place with the glass ceiling so they, they can look at the stars, etc. And they have sex. <laughs> so <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> Uh, yeah and that's the thing is it for the drama for the tv is it real i'm not totally sure how much i believe mm -hmm. mark at the moment again he's been on another reality show yeah um and 
you know, I just I feel like you know that if you bring the drama, you get the airtime and the 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 storming out and then the coming in and then the re- reconciliation all in the next five minutes. Yeah, you know, I think Mark needs some time on the naughty stuff. Well, Laura and Arthur have his best man and her bridesmaids round. Uh, Lucia and Cam, yes. sorry. <laughs> the, the group of resting bitch faces. <laughs> well, that's a group, group of posh girls, isn't it? They are. Well, actually, they've girls. all been given a lemon to suck. All three, <laughs> three of them. Arthur is rightfully so super nervous about it. Oh, bless him. Yeah, and says completely the wrong things all over again. And I will say this. I don't honestly believe that the second set of vows were written by him. I think he might have stolen the second vows as well. Because when they read them back again to us, the moment, I think that doesn't sound like Arthur still. (laughs) Well, maybe. But they were unimpressed with the second lot of vows, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? do anything right. No, he could. And when she says at the end to them, oh, I can't wait to bring my husband out in Chelsea. The face is on them. Mm. <laughs> like, no thanks. But the thing is, as much as I thought they were a bit bitchy and a little unsupportive and a little bit um, snobbish. Anything worse I can say about them? Sorry. No. Um, <laughs> I do think they were realistic because I don't think they were wrong when they were saying, does he meet you mentally? Mm. You know, what do you talk about? Like, yeah and, yeah, and 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 we know, and it's not a dig at Arthur because we're not all in the same place. And even Arthur feels it that maybe he's not. He feels like she talks about stuff and he doesn't have a fucking clue what she's on about. Yeah. Um. And and obviously the sex is good, right? Yes. They 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 get a lot. And I think that sometimes when you don't match intellectually the sex is important because that's something you can do that you don't have to talk through. But again, I mean, I've dated guys who aren't clever and it's, you know, that's why we have friends on TV because <laughs> everybody loves friends. But here we go. They say that she's the mother in the relationship, that she's teaching him to how to have uh, a relationship, how to conduct himself. And how? what have we been told by the experts about a teacher-student relationship? Mm, absolutely. So I think that was quite an astute observation by the friends, even if they were a bit mean. Laura's Regina George. <laughs> <sighs> then we cut back to the big story of the week, Bianca and JJ. They're living apart, as are Ella and Nathaniel. And Bianca goes to see Roz, as I say, for that relationship talk. Um, oh, bless. I know. And then Nathaniel talks to Laura because she's obviously the shoulder to cry on. Oh, again, expert number four in walks Laura. What a shocker from the voice of reason. I'm not so sure why he picked Laura for this conversation. That's a bit weird to me. Well, she well, is clearly being painted as the voice of it. So that's what it she's is. She's interfering. Uh, <laughs> maybe, but she's the intelligent one of the She creatures. is, yeah. I, think that's I suppose it, in emotional intelligence, she's probably at the top of the scale for the group, isn't she? Yeah, and interestingly, her and Nathaniel are good friends. Are um, they? Yeah, they are good friends. They do hang out with each other. That's okay. why Nathaniel gives Arthur a makeover uh, for the dinner party. Oh, right. Of course he does. Yeah. Because he's wearing a lot less shirt this, this um, dinner party. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's very much they are intellectual equals with each other. Do you think that they secretly off camera discuss the fact that they've been paired with people that don't match them intellectually? Maybe. Maybe. And Nathaniel. Maybe that's what's bonded them. Yeah, I did say in an interview, um, obviously you don't pick up that stuff because you don't listen, but he did say, I was getting close to someone else. Was it Laura? Could have been. It could have been. Who knows? Yeah. We need to know, Nathaniel, so let us know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on the show and tell us. <laughs> um, she sees that he's very hurt and he's feeling betrayed. But and he throws their wedding picture in the bin. I've got to say this about Laura that I understand, yeah, she's a voice of reason, she's mature. But if she's that mature, 
why doesn't she say to somebody, someone's got to tell Bianca now? Mm. Why does she let it go to the dinner party and not say anything? Why does she let it all come out the way she does? And I understand it's the edit and producers want things to come out. But also, if you want to tell somebody something, you can tell somebody something. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Right. Then we get the dinner party. I mean, I, I feel like emotionally from the week I've been like, anyway. <laughs> but here we are, the dinner party. So. Mainlining maths. <laughs> yeah, we have Arthur who's been Nathaniel'd, looking his best. Um, Erica wants to uh, make a stance with the girls about being picked on. <laughs> does say, initially say she wants to kind of move on from it and maybe but does she so. but does she yeah, maybe not. <laughs> oh, that was a weird moment wasn't it when she comes in so i mean she came in so hot i couldn't it like mm. it went and i didn't i don't listen I'm, I'm not a massive fan of erica but um, did i see the slight by erica to tasha i don't know if i did and well, that's just it they seem to look at each other and then move and away. then she was called trash and i feel tramp. like if, oh trap that's called. it mm. yes i feel like any reason that tasha had to be annoyed got lost in the fact that she said that to her and erica is a smart little cookie yeah because she loved that because it gave her the power to then be like you fucked up yeah i've won and then when the husbands get involved, and I thought, come on, <laughs> you never get involved in wife fights. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Don't get involved in wife fights. I agree. Um, but they're both the voices of reason, aren't they? Both yeah. of them, in terms but of then, their personality, yes. are yeah. very mellow people. So. Yeah, with fiery wives. But the funny thing is when they all go for the summit meeting. <laughs> on the other yes. couch the two girls can't go off and have a conversation together can they the whole group has to go all four of them and then erica tricks tasha into apologizing and then yeah. refuses to apologize what, what a cow <laughs> i know i know and you know i i feel i feel for tasha because she judged you know she was like, okay, well, we can make events and start again. I, I'm sorry about it. And and then she's like, I'm not saying sorry. Because <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> That's the whole point of what just happened. I just, yeah. And then I think the guys just went, oh, please, let's just move on because no one's going to win this. I see them coming to blows pretty hard in the next couple episodes. I, I could see that happening, to be perfectly honest. Um, girl fight, and, girl and I think fight. That Girl, fine. I think the boys went with them because they thought there might be a girl. Yeah, fight. I think so too. Yeah, they were scared to. I think they're scared to leave those two alone with each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thankfully, we have a bit of light relief when Mark and Sean walk in. I thought it was cute though when Sean walked in with Mark, and the first thing he said is, "We're Sean and Mark." Yeah. Yeah. Did you pick up on that? Yeah. We are, Sean. We are a couple. We are a unit. I thought mm -hmm. that was really lovely. They introduced them as a team, and I thought yeah. that was nice. Um, Matt and Adrienne also walk in, and so they're like, Lisa's got, they've got some other focus um, other than the big story. And uh, Laura posted some pictures, and she said what it was pre-dinner party, and she said, what do you think is going on here give us answers <laughs> and I said well you know it looks like Greek tragedy playing out and then put in, in brackets or Lysistrata just for a bit of a laugh because if anybody doesn't know the story Lysistrata is is quite um, a rude Greek tragedy where the, women, <laughs> where the women refuse to give the bloke sex but there's all sorts of sexual references all the way through it um, and sexual jokes including the use of a dildo so uh, <laughs> those greeks were those greeks were in there they so, knew how to partake they knew how to partake. you go caligulates <laughs> it was arthur the one was the one that liked it so there you go my yeah he's maybe not that unintelligent oh i think he's educated i think he's <laughs> but i think he's very much like a public school boy mentality it's all a bit 
bit for a bit of rough and fun, isn't it? I didn't. This, this is again where Tasha upset me for the second time during that thing, yeah, where she she sat on that couch, her and Adrian, mm-hmm. and then Bianca, and yeah. she says there's been drama with a bit of wife swapping. Mm-hmm. And then Adrian says, oh, tell me the goss. And she says, I can't because she sat right next to you. Oh, yes. And Bianca's two, like one person away. And I just thought, come on, Tasha, either mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut about it. Right. If you don't want to be involved, then don't be involved. But don't be the girl that sits on the couch and makes jokes at somebody's expense when they're mm-hmm. the only one in the group who doesn't know. I just thought that was a little bit shitty and yeah. i just and a little bit sad i felt I, I lost a little bit of a little bit of respect for tasha in that moment well at, at the start of the the party we, we see ella coming in she's just thinking about jj now she looks gorgeous let's talk about <laughs> you're gonna outfits. be a bitch be a gorgeous bitch <laughs> no, let's let's just talk outfits because yeah. ella wore the most conservative outfit she's worn all the way through yeah um and uh jj chose to wear white so i am are we trying to make a statement about no we're quite virtuous really yeah she looked like a baby barbie innocent doll Mm. he came in wearing white i think they were trying to say nothing to see here we're just lovely gorgeous nice people yeah we're not doing anything wrong we're not like she didn't come in a sexy black dress and play the vixen did she so she she yeah I mean, she did look gorgeous, though. Now, Nathaniel getting ready. We no. had one hell of a towel shot. And I've actually put in my notes, how the hell is that towel staying up? Was I, I was so terrified it wasn't going to. I, I couldn't. It was too much Nathaniel. And he obviously has got a face mask on, but he looks like it's got, it's got spunk on his face. He's half naked. <laughs> I didn't notice he had anything on his face. That's because you're a pervert. Seen. I mean, honestly, like, how low was that towel? And then, and there was so much movement and leaning across the counter. I was like, um, this is making me uncomfortable now, and I would like this to stop. Yeah, it's the dinner party. We're sitting down, and um, yeah, Nathaniel's there, ready to call the truths. Um, oh, he was. Bitten in his seat. You could just feel it coming off him. I thought he was a little bit na I, I thought he was a little bit nasty though about the whole thing. Like I felt like he could have made his point and outed the whole situation without saying those snide things about her to the new couple. Oh, her behaviour's been this week's been gross. She um, oh, she's been like this from the beginning. See the way she talks about herself. She's so self-involved. She's mm-hmm. like he was just I thought that was unnecessary. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think so. it, I don't think it helped his point because he had the moral high ground, right? Yeah. He didn't need to do that to make his point. She was in the wrong. Yeah, I mean that's he what, cut the atmosphere with a knife in that ring. Um, Kobe beef. <laughs> but he was saying, you know, when you stop, I can hear you talking about me. Um, <sighs> keep my ne- keep your name out of my mouth. No, keep hang yeah. on, keep. My name, yeah, your mouth, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then, so Thomas was posted into swap, and so she wasn't next to, and then it just dissolves into this massive fripping Barney between everybody. Um, the whole thing just falls apart. So, go on, <laughs> yeah. I just this whole thing was so crazy because. I I felt like Bianca got so lost in this. It was so much about having it out, outing Ella and JJ that I just thought Nathaniel could have gone to Bianca and told her. Laura could have gone to to Bianca and told her. Tasha could have gone to Bianca and told her. But it, I'm sorry, but I felt that there was it was Oscar worthy scenes last night. Nathaniel wanted his moment in the sun. Yeah. Liar liar mm-hmm. liar you know it was reminiscent of Portia again I, oh, Portia's back at the dinner party and I just thought this poor girl has I mean for half that argument she didn't even know what they were arguing about no, until no, until Jordan said are you hearing this yeah she was uh I think the nation just felt so sorry for her I mean I'm yeah. glad she stood up I'm 
really, really, really glad she stood up. And I surprised. Were you surprised? Um, maybe. I no. I, I actually, I don't think I was as surprised as um. I th she she had to. She had to yeah. stand up and say something, didn't she? Um, didn't buy Ella's thing about I'm a girl's girl. Oh yeah, you um, can't keep saying you're a girl's girl and shitting over on girls. Yeah, and I, I like when she said that. She says, you, you, yeah, you didn't because Ella's argument was I didn't get love. He didn't love me, and that's not the argument to be had there, was it? No. You stole someone's husband because you were unhappy. You can't keep saying I didn't get what I deserved, so I'm going to take what you had. Yeah, that's not how it works. And I, I, I feel like, I feel like Ella, if she wanted to make a statement, that wasn't the one to make. I think she should have just said, "I was lonely and I was hurt and I did a terrible thing." I think a lot of people could have handled that situation better. And I feel like Ella and JJ walking back into that room together looking yeah. very smug he was almost giggling she was, was smiling too I, I was like read the room guys this is not the time to be smiling with each other yeah now that brings us to the end of the show sweetheart would you believe so we have got to do i feel like a bitch time. about that that fucking dinner party for hours <laughs> but i'm going to cutting you short because you know Thanks. people have got have to lives their lives yeah um <laughs> So I'm going to put in maths bingo. Maths yes. bingo word for this week is girl's girl. That's it. If you hear girl's girl, <laughs> you're going to be shit-faced. Yeah, <laughs> Just putting it out there now. Prepare to be shit-faced. And we have strong contenders for Dick of the Week. Oh, do you know what, Jen? We have so many contenders for Dick of the Week. I, I, I almost think it would be easier to do Angel of the Week at this point because... Which would go to Jordan, by the yeah, way. Obviously, Angel of the Week's Jordan. Congratulations, um, Jordan. Now, we've got JJ for just being a complete... Just being a giant dude. Giant dude. dude. <laughs> yeah. We have Ella for, you know, pouring herself being... on him. Yeah, being self-involved and not a girl's girl. We have Nathaniel for... Well, you picked him. Go on. <laughs> For milking the situation. He wasn't interested in her, but he was happy to play the victim once Ella had made a mistake. We have Laura. Oh, for once again getting involved in stuff that has nothing to do with her and then crying off, crying in her vox because she was so mortified. <laughs> <laughs> for Nathaniel, when she wasn't even involved in the situation, it was too much from those two. And Luke. Oh, yeah, Luke for um, deciding not to join us in the year 2023 and for going, Broco, dude. Yeah. So who's it going to be? Oh, my God. I feel like we could spin a wheel at this point. I really, wish, I really wish we'd ask the audience for this one because I'm going to go with JJ. Yay. I, I feel so. like JJ took no responsibility. He didn't seem really fast that he'd hurt Bianca's feelings. He only wanted to do what he wanted to do. The fact that he said, what am I supposed to do? She's my type. And Bianca says, and I was just a try. Yeah. is the saddest thing I've ever heard. And I kind of wish it had ended with Bianca kneeing him in the nuts. <laughs> now, one thing else I must mention is we've been getting feedback on Tinterweb that, um, they want some older people next time. They want well, some... I, yeah, well, so listen, there's been a whole big movement by uh, a Facebook group um, this week, and there's about 70K followers in this Facebook group, and they're trying to sign a petition to um, get, bring maths back to what it, it used to be. Um, and the comments are from a lot of people, and rightly so. Um, I don't want to take it right back. Back. I think we do like a little drama, um, and and that's fine. But I feel like, and rightly so, people are saying um, there's a lot of body shots, slow motion moving, Nathaniel with nothing on but a fig leaf practically in this episode. Um, it seems like everyone's there's no there's not as normal looking people. It's very Instagrammy this year. Everyone's been on reality shows before. Nearly half the cast. People, most people are being picked for the show. They're not genuine. They're not applying. Um, and it feels forced and it feels like the ent it's entertainment, not truth. 
It doesn't feel authentic this year. And I think we've all heard, we've all agreed to that. We had Shanita on the other week. She said the same thing. Um, so I think they are getting a petition together to talk to Channel 4 and saying, can we just, can it be a little more realistic? Can we have older people on? And, and yes, they say it's the most diverse cast ever. But it's all glamorous people, yeah. diverse people, and that isn't totally diverse. So can we can we have more people having relationship problems that are not um, ending in disdain and so more reality? We're going to put a poll out this week, and you can tell yeah. us what you think. We want to know what your thoughts are on on this. Is it is it controversial to ask for this but or is it like we're all feeling that way i think we are all feeling that jen I, i'm i am actually and you know i'm a hardcore maths fan same as you we love the show um but i found myself cringing a little bit and and also thinking is this person really feeling this or are they doing it for the camera time i've had many moments on this year's where i thought that's not real yeah. Um, and on are they on here? I mean, let's look at I mean, even Ella, she's already gotten a brand deal for Pretty Little Thing. And mm -hmm. she's only halfway through the experiment. They don't they're not even concerned or care on the outcome of if she's if you know, if this if she's ends up being a hero or a villain on the show, she's already got the brand deal. And now what we're going to have is a bunch of people next year who go, I want to go on Mary for her site because I want a brand deal. I want to get all the money. I want to. I want to get the free holidays. I want to get all this stuff that people seem to be getting. The some of the cast are already setting up um, events and selling tickets to meet mm -hmm. them. I mean, it, it's like they're like they think they're going to go on a world tour. I mean, I thought people were here to find a husband and a wife, and it feels like that's the last thing people care about anymore. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I feel, and I think this group also feels that that's really where it's going so yes if you feel like drama's good but love and meeting the person of your dreams and i think bianca said it best at the end of the episode i just wanted to find love i just wanted to be loved and i think that's what we are looking for on this show as well yeah so if you want to get in touch with us you can get in touch with us on instagram on lara on air pod or if you want to talk to the lovely lara you can look her up on The Lara Air. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Please follow, like, give us reviews. Um, and obviously follow me every night in the week as it's on and I will be giving you my thoughts. Um, and yeah, get involved, guys. And thank you so much for all the support. So that's a goodbye from me. And there's a goodbye from me. Bye. <laughs>